Hashtag SAFMBTH. It's 18 minutes before 4 o'clock. In conversation next with Professor Bonke Dumisa, who's also an independent economist and, and, and an advocate of uh, the High Court, in conversation with him. And he has been very vocal about the state of the Durban CBD, saying he can no longer remain silent about the state of decay in Eteguini. According to him, many professionals are moving offices from the Durban Central Business District because of the state of decay. But what were the municipal service providers and what are the officials doing about it? Professor Dumisa, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Um, how would you elaborate on the state of decay that you've seen in the CBD? Okay, good afternoon, Aldrin and your SAFM listeners. Let me make an, an upfront statement that when I finally had to say gagging to the Gibbonese in Dozonagala, I will never keep quiet when I see things getting was it was it was not a political statement it was a, a, a real consent statement because i'm proudly a Devon boy mm. so having lived in this in, in 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 this city ever since i was born and having worked in this city ever since i started working of course being in and out of of Devon, based a lot in in, in routing, but sleeping in De- in in Devon, I was just concerned that things are just getting more and more out of control, and no one seems to to care. I have a, a private box at the at the Devon Post Office, Devon Main Post Office, which is right opposite the 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 the, the Devon City Hall. And going there, one feels very uncomfortable and unsafe because it has five to six major entrances, but only one entrance is open as as, as it is now. And before you enter at that at, at, at that side entrance, it is just so dirty. You really feel like puking. Mm. But I'm happy that after I raised this thing and there was this uptake on it by different media houses and different people, ordinary people of Devon. And one of the deputy deputy city managers responded to me. And of course, ENCA also took it it up. I was happy that Thomas Kaunda on Facebook did not really acknowledge what I said. But what was happening was they were showing themselves working on those spots, which I, 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 I indirectly or directly pointed to. That is what I wanted to trigger, and I'm happy that something is being done. Mm. But you don't need to push people to the brink for, for the city to deliver. But let me quickly also add that this should be a collective effort because all that debt which is which we which which, which is there in 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 mm. is not just a question of the city not collecting debt and cleaning up the streets but it is also we as the residents who who do yeah. those things you see a very expensive mercedes benz or bmw driving in front of you and then Bank, you see someone opening the window right in the center of town in West Street or Smith Street to throw a, a, 
a, ca- mm. a can of Coca-Cola outside the window. It is just unacceptable. If you don't like your surroundings, how can you like yourself? Mm. Because hygiene is um, is a sign of respect, not only to yourself, but the people um, that you associate with as well and socialize with as well. Um, but then the other part is that we've known, we've seen what has happened with uh, with the inner cities, um, with the various cities as well, where you have the this migration of people who are moving into the inner city, and it almost seems that um, the city is unable to respond to that. Like for instance, if you look at um, if you look at abolition facilities, if you want to use a bathroom, you have to have money. You have to have coins to actually use a bathroom. Um, and somebody says that nature is calling. What do that person do when they don't have the money? That is the, that is the very serious part. I mean, I remember before I, I started having my legal chambers in town or before before I started working seriously in 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 in, in, ta- in town, one would struggle to actually go to only one public toilet, which is at the corner of Gardner Street and West Street. So when I pass that uh, that public toilet, going to the post office, I hardly see it being open. But I may I may be wrong. So I wonder where the people who should be using that public toilet go to to relieve themselves. So these are some of the basic things that have got to be taken care of. And one is not really asking for too much from the municipality. As I say, we as the residents as well have got to show signs of being responsible. Let us not, let us not throw that all over the place. But what you see in, on the site of that post office, that main post office, goes beyond that because it is just that which no one has, is, is ever taking care of. Even if even where even when they've put some bad some some butler guards or some security system for people not to jump into in, into that, but that that space people have just decided that. They, I think they jump over it and relieve themselves there and throw all sorts of debt there. And I I wish people could have seen what I was talking about, which has been there for, for, for months, if not years. So we just need to... People used to come to the Devon main post office, international tourists, to take photos. Because when, when you are an international traveler, one of the things you love is to take a photo next to the main post office of that city. Mm. And we used to see the international tourists there taking photos, but I do not think that you can still see them as it is now, because even people from Devon are scared of of being in in, in near such places. And I'm happy that I've heard that uh, municipality will be responding immediately after this. I hope they will not be on the defensive, but they'll be saying how they can. As I say, I am happy that I did see the the the, the Facebook of Thomas Kaunda mm-hmm. actually stating that they are doing something about this. I don't care. I don't care what what they will say has triggered that. But one thing I know is. 
they are doing something about about this, and that's what makes me happy. And I'm sure many people of of Devon yeah. will be happy. Thank you so much for your time, Dr. Denford Masona. Sorry, apologies. Uh, Professor Bonke Dumisa, the independent uh, economist and also an advocate of the High Court there. We will be speaking to um, the Ateguini Municipality spokesperson, Msawake Maisela. Just a quick tweet here, Showen D. Peters on Twitter saying that the Durban CBD was the best place to live in during my campus years from 1991. We could chill at parks, the beach and the nightclubs, totally safe and buy the food. Now it stinks. It's rest. It's rat infested, and no one ever goes there ever. Msawake, good afternoon, and thank you so much for making time for us. How do you respond to um, Shoen as well as um, what what the, what the prophet just said now? Aaron, uh, good afternoon to you and uh, to all SAFM listeners. Look, we have seen the post of uh, Professor Bongetumisa. He's the son of Devon. He's one of the people that have uh, contributed tremendously for the transformation of the city. We're a city that permanently subscribes uh, to an open-door policy, uh, meaning that uh, in the event that somebody has a constructive criticism, we'll always be receptive uh, to such criticism. Uh, But the good thing is that uh, we have responded to him communicating aggressive, comprehensive programs that uh, we are rolling out uh, to reposition our inner city because we are of a strong conviction that the heartbeat of Eteguene, the heartbeat of Devon, is the inner city. We have got programs that are currently underway, but also you have pointed out, uh, Adrian, that uh, like any other city in the country, if not uh, the African continent, we are bearing the brand of scores of people that are moving to the city in search of economic opportunities. And what compounds our woes here in Etegui is that we are the only metro, and obviously we attract quite a number of people uh, to the inner city as far as the Eastern Cape uh, to in search of economic opportunities. So the more you have got a lot of people in the inner city, there is a likelihood that you are going to generate uh, heaps and heaps of uh, solid waste, but it's not that the city is not doing anything about it. Uh, we are cleaning the city. We have recently launched a spring cleanup campaign where we're sending a clear message to the public out there that the city is not going to win alone, but we require uh, that our public, all our stakeholders, including the big business, because we also have got challenges of the business uh, embarking on illegal dumping, that when we work together, we'll be able uh, to return our city uh, to its uh, glory days. So all what we're saying is that uh, <clears throat> we'll do everything in our power. There are programs that are currently underway, but also the other thing is the issue of law enforcement, Adrian. Our metropolis are doing everything in their power to ensure that they enforce bylaws, but sometimes we happen to have challenges when we are aggressive in enforcing bylaws that uh, we have got NGOs that are going to castigate the city, that is being harsh, uh, possibly to hawkers who may be trading in the city illegally. Uh, we are harsh to quite a number of our residents who are homeless, some of them who are drug addicts, who happened to also uh, vandalize our infrastructure. But now we have taken a stance that we are going to enforce our bylaws without any fear, without any favor. Because if we do not do that, we must kiss our city goodbye. But it is not correct that we are not doing anything. But also, let me stress that... Uh, yeah, but if you say yeah. that it's not correct mm-hmm. that you're not doing anything, then um, yeah. there wouldn't have been a complaint. Because now the other thing also, Msawake, is mm-hmm. that, for instance, yes, we've yeah. got this tweet here from Mendy who says, thank you for bringing mm-hmm. this issue. I have been complaining about this since last year. The whole town is dark. It is getting worse every day. 
And the other point is that um, I hope that the response from the mayor is not because it is a Professor Dumisa who complained, because residents have been complaining. No, no, no. It's not that. You know, the mayor, when she when he ascended to this position in the inner city, the first thing that he did was a walkabout in the inner city, where he raised quite a number of concerns uh, that he was expecting officials to attend to them. Indeed, immediately after he raised those concerns, we started the process of attending to them. But the reality is that they are not going to yield the positive results overnight. But if you come to the inner city now, you will see a tremendous change, Adrian, because if you look at the program that we have rolled out, we have said let us look at or let us identify hotspots. And in those hotspots, let us deploy as many team members of dead and solid waste as possible throughout the day until the night shift takes over, picking litter, literally uh, you know, uh, emptying the beans, but also we are complementing that with an aggressive communication campaign because we believe that in as much as we may collect litter, we may clean up the inner city, if we do not change the mindset of the public, that for the city to be clean, the public has a role to play in that uh, dispose of that uh, uh, rubbish responsibly. If you simply just drop it on the floor, obviously it is going to create a lot of problems to us. It's either it, it remains in the street or it goes to our stormwater drain, they get blocked and then our streets are flooded. So our programs are underway. Yes, we agree they are not going to yield positive results overnight. But I challenge anyone now that go to the inner city and uh, you know see the change that is currently uh, emerging in the inner city because of the program that we have, we, have, uh, we have rolled out recently. So it's not that we are not doing anything about. It. Even the professor, has, the professor has indicated that. Uh, it's the responsibility of all of us, and he's happy that we have responded to him, but also communicated that yep. these are tangible programs that we are, we, are currently, we are currently rolling out. Thank you so much for your time. So, Ake Maisela, who's the spokesperson of the Eteguin municipality, Bonga on Twitter says that the Durban CBD is not only filthy, but dangerous too. You get mugged in broad daylight, the exact same situation I experienced in the Johannesburg CBD. Your voice notes on 614 Your tweets at Aldrin St. Pierre. And our studio line is 86 2032